Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. My esteemed co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, is also here today. And Kathy and I are your leadership development coaches. Between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. We always want to pick people that we interview who can give you some tools, tips, you know, little nuggets that will help you, whether you're leading an organization, you're leading a team, or you're leading yourself. And today we're excited to have Henry uh, Dubroff. We're going to be talking about media leadership. You know, for 17 years, he's been the founder of Pacific Coast Business Times. It's a weekly business journal on the central coast of California. The Business Times is the dominant financial news source in Ventura, Santa Barbara, and San Luis Obispo counties. The Business Times has won multiple awards from the Los Angeles Press Club and is a five-time winner of the Society of American Business Editors and Writers, Best in Business Competition. It uh, Dubroff provides daily commentaries for a local radio station, National Public Radio. He writes op-eds on economic issues uh, for the Sunday Denver Post. He was the U.S. Uh, Small Business Administration Business Journalist of the Year for Greater Los Angeles and the 2013 winner of the California Coast Venture Forum's Entrepreneurial Spirit Award. And in 2016, he was named a Paul Harris Fellow of Rotary International. So we have a uh, media leader here who basically covers businesses, covers um, organizations, does a lot of interviews with leaders, but then also runs his own organization and founder of that. So we have a series of questions that we want to ask Henry. We'll bring him on in just a moment. Um, But, you know, for Leadership Development News, for our listeners, um, we're in our 10th year now, and we're at the top five ranked business shows on Voice America. There's millions of listeners in 27 countries, 126 cities, and over the last four years, we've had over a million downloads you can get on our show from Leadership Development News, also on uh, uh, iTunes, you you can um, get the podcast rolled in so you don't miss any of these, and then they're archived there forever. And let me just say a word about uh, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. So Kathy and I have been doing this for 10 years, and and, uh, Kathy is just a great spirit, great energy, good friend, and she coaches leading executives and entire companies on her proven work strategies based on positive psychology, and now what we call the science of courage. She's also been named the First Lady of Happiness, um, First Lady of Fearless Living uh, by ABC TV. She's authored numerous popular books on the science of happiness. A couple of them are What Happy Working Mothers Know. She's founded four consultancies and three leadership institutes, so she's obviously a very busy woman here. She has a free iApp that you can see on your iPhone, Your Happiness Now. You see her glowing face and kind of hear some of her nuggets of wisdom. She also has a number one best-selling book based on special operations, uh, sports athletes, global executives called Fearless Leaders, Mm -hmm. Sharpen Your Focus Now. And you can go to her website and get more information about 
her and take uh, some assessments, her website is www.fearlessleadersquiz.com. Kathy, welcome. Thank you, Relly. It's a pleasure to be here with you today, and it's an honor to meet and listen to our guest, uh, Henry, du- Henry Duboff. I am fascinated by uh, his involvement in the media, uh, and hopefully uh, we'll get to hear some of the stories that have been highlights in his career that will be helpful and useful to our audience. But uh, before we get started, uh, I would love to make sure that everyone who's listening knows who my favorite co-host is. Uh, He is uh, a master-level certified executive coach, a psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer. You know him as Dr. Raleigh Nadler. Uh, He is, you know, just one of those legendary experts in emotional intelligence, uh, in many aspects of team and leadership dynamics, and he brings uh, his expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, his coaching, and certainly his development programs. And I'm sure most of you know, but for those of you who don't, Relly has a fabulous top-ranked book out called Leading with Emotional Intelligence, and it provides all of us with an amazing number of tools and strategies to develop star performers across any industry. His Leadership Keys Field Guide is available on Amazon as a book and an ebook. And you can also get his free iApp if you go to the iTunes store. Just look for Leadership Keys. It has plenty of videos and how-tos that you can use to increase your leadership skills and those around you to become star performers. He has a popular blog on psychology today with well over 150,000 reads. And, um, you know, really, if you could just make sure that everyone uh, has an opportunity to get to know you a little better through EI Central. Uh, I'm going to give out your text, if that's okay. If you guys are a text to EI Central, okay, that's E-I-C-E-N-T-R-A-L. So text the numbers 38470. So EI Central, go to and text in 38470. Or you can visit him at drrallynetler.com, and you'll get lots of free downloads, You'll get access to his podcast. You'll get access to hundreds of tools to make you uh, a top performer, not only in your industry, but for those who are looking for opportunities to be better leaders. And all of you who are part of our family know that we are value-based. We love giving you free tools, tips, and downloads, and that's why we've been doing this show for over 10 years, and we're so happy to be uh, bringing you our featured guest today, Henry Dubroff. So, really, how do you want to get going here? you want to talk yeah, a little bit about why we do the show? you want to jump in? Yeah, let me just say a word, and then we'll bring in Henry. So we're talking a lot about leadership and leadership development news because the leader is the emotional thermostat for the team. And we're going to talk with Henry, who is the emotional thermostat for um, the PAC Business Times here in the Central Coast. So, Henry, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. We always kind of start off with just asking yeah. you, you know, before we go to our first break, just who's been some of the folks that most influenced you? Because you are a you know business leader, uh, editor, founder uh, uh, of the paper. So who's kind of influenced you to to follow up on all that? Well, I think there's there's a couple things in my professional journalism life. Uh, there's 
one leader uh, stands out, and uh, he's no longer with us, but uh, he was the editor of the Denver Post, uh, mm. a guy named Gil Spencer, who was an editor right out of central casting with a shock of gray hair and tall, avuncular, um, and crazy as a loon, but <laughs> absolutely brilliant as a writer. And um, Gil came and really uh, turned the Denver Post from a failing organization into a really uh, robust competitor in a, in a difficult time and uh, really admired him. As a business leader, uh, you know, we had a publisher at the Denver Post, a Canadian named Don Hunt, who really inspired some of my entrepreneurial efforts because he had actually founded a, a news organization in Canada uh, back in the 80s. Um, also, uh, several people in the Santa Barbara, Central Coast area, um, including a gentleman named Mike Tobes, who passed away mm. in May, yeah. uh, who had a real keen sense for how to do business in a local market. So when um, we talk about great leaders and who've influenced us, uh, we all know that regardless of, of our experiences and where we are in life, Henry, we've always had to overcome some challenges. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about what are some of the biggest challenges in moving from a team leader to a business owner you've experienced that you've overcome? Well, I think the biggest challenge, obviously, is, um, you know, just having the full weight of the business side of the company on your shoulders and worrying about things like financial controls and uh, stuff like that. And that can really uh, overwhelm you, or if you ignore it, it can really uh, sink you. But I think part of the biggest challenge is to just remember that whole emotional intelligence uh, zeitgeist, where as a team leader, you know, your job is to make sure your people are happy and energized and doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. And as a business owner, it's the same thing. Um, if people are happy and energized and, and doing their jobs, then, uh, you know, the organization can move forward. And it, so, Henry, you wear, wear so many hats there. You know, I, I read your your weekly article, um, <clears throat> then you actually founded the business, and then, like you're saying, then <clears throat> a leader around, you know, keeping people uh, motivated. So we're going to go to our first break, but maybe when we come back, you know, you could say a word or two about just how that all came about, you know, being a, uh, uh, a journalist to a business owner. And then we'll get into the other questions that we have. So we're going to take our first break. This is Leadership Development News. Uh, Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. 
Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having an engaging conversation today with a media mogul. I'll call him that myself. Uh, he is uh, obviously an individual who brings us a profound amount of information uh, and a source for uh, much of the news in uh, our California area, uh, and that's Henry Dubroff. So, Henry, let's get back to our conversation uh, about leadership, uh, what it's like to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, uh, and leading teams, bringing media information to us in multiple ways. So let me ask you this question. You know, we talk about leadership. We talk about emotional intelligence. We've talked a little bit about challenges. You know, you often write about moments of truth for leaders uh, and leadership moments. Can you give us some examples of these? And, and 
and include some perhaps from your own uh, experiences. Right. No, happy to do it, Kathy. Um, you know, I think sometimes there are small moments and sometimes there are big moments. And for me, a small moment was uh, I had been president of the Society of American Business Editors and Writers. I had left um, a corporate job at the Denver Post for another corporate job running uh, as editor of the Denver Business Journal. And our company had been sold. Um, and I had done really well, but I felt like I'd gone about as far as I could go. And I took a trip to visit some friends up in the Santa Barbara Ventura area. And I stopped uh, for a cup of coffee, and there was a bookstore next door. And I wandered in, and I saw something called a Thomas Guide, um, a map of, a book of maps of the three-county area. And I kind of said to myself, well, I can go back to Denver and um, go back and continue to do my job. Or if I buy this book, I'll have a good window. Of course, this is before GPS and Google Maps and all that other stuff. But uh, I said, I can do this and I can go back to uh, Denver and I can really study this area because I think there might be an opportunity for uh, creating a business publication for the Central Coast. And um, guess what? I bought the book of maps and uh, within six months had raised some equity capital, uh, quit my job, and arrived in the Ventura, Santa Barbara, San Luis Obispo area with a, a lease sob, a checkbook, a business plan, and a Thomas guy. And the rest is kind of history. And what, Henry, what year was that? That was in 1998, 99. Well, what um, was like, what was the uh that moments of courage and here you you know we're talking a little bit about moments of truth I mean that's huge like what right. what I was kind of standing you, you I thought, know, well if I do it I do it and if I don't then I just go back and it becomes a dream um a path not taken and uh I think a lot of us experience that in our lives and one of the things about emotional intelligence is you have to have the consciousness to know when a moment right. like that uh arrives. You know, obviously for journalists and news organizations, we're covering elections, we're covering tragedies like what we've experienced this fall uh, in America, literally from one end of the country to the other. Those are obvious places where you step up or, or you don't. But in entrepreneurship, I think a lot of times it's something you don't recognize uh, as an opportunity unless you're really looking for it. Uh-huh. You know, I, it's funny that you say that, Henry, because in, in my experience working with a lot of entrepreneurs globally, I think there is a distinguishing characteristic um, as we talk about what leadership ingredients do you think prepare a leader for moments of truth. I, I believe, and I'd love your opinion on this, I think entrepreneurs, and really I'm sure you, you have seen this, have a, a bit of a sixth, seventh sense uh, about where business is going or where an industry is going and what you experienced yourself is proof positive. Some of us work in a direction that others don't see and it's because we have an intuitive pattern aggregator. We have a, a capacity for looking at information in a different way, almost like mm-hmm. um, you know, our friend Malcolm Gladwell would espouse. Can, can you talk to me a little bit about that and what your thoughts are on that? Well, I think 
it's very true. I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, Bill Gates and his vision for a computer on everybody's uh, desktop or maybe not so much in everybody's pocket like Steve Jobs later on, but um, the sense of a need for an operating system, I mean, that's a huge, uh, huge breakthrough. And um, certainly if you think about, you know, Zuckerberg and the early days of Facebook, um, anybody who's going to innovate or be an entrepreneur has to see the world a little bit uh, differently. Um, you know, and, and we've had some of those moments of truth, you know, at the business times. Um, and as I said, sometimes they're just really small things, uh, but they take uh, courage, leadership, uh, willingness to break the mold. Uh, I have to give a little shout out to my wife who I was starting the business times and was living in a small guest house and not really sure how to start and a little bit paranoid about how to uh, recruit <laughs> talent, uh, which is a big yeah. challenge. And she said, well, why don't you just go over to UC Santa Barbara and put up a flyer in the student newspaper? And uh, huh. Because I didn't want to buy ads in a newspaper and right. telegraph what I was up to. Um, well, stealth funny. becomes important. Uh, Henry, as you're talking, I can't help but giggle because I saw a sign recently that said, behind every great man is a woman rolling her eye. Right, exactly. <laughs> and she was definitely uh, rolling her eyes. And we could talk a little bit more about some of the women uh, entrepreneurs and women on our team who've been just absolutely so essential. But uh, there was this talented young woman who was in a fight. With, she was the managing editor of the, the Daily uh, Nexus at UC Santa Barbara, and she got into a fight with the editor the next Monday. I put the flyer up on a Saturday, and uh, Gretchen was walking out of the... She was quitting in a huff and walking out of the newsroom, and she saw my flyer and tore it off the wall. <laughs> and and yeah, um, yeah. she is now a professor at... Uh, Cal State Northridge, teaching journalism and business journalism, and oh, I, uh, some of our best employees come from Gretchen, and her yeah. husband is uh, still a part of our team, uh, and uh, so, you know, you never know when just a, right. an action yeah. of independence is going to pay off. And what I would also call that, and a, a good example, really, of, of a positive enforcement from a negative behavior, you know, frustration, aggression has its high points. <laughs> right, right. So, Henry, here's a kind of a follow-up question for you, because I think as we're moving into kind of some of the leadership ingredients, and again, that thanks for sharing your personal story, because this is so uh, a highlight. Fascinating. You know, you... So one, I think, is listening to yourself, and you, you kind of highlighted the idea of self-awareness. So how do you listen to yourself? Maybe you can make a comment about that, but then that's, you know, and say, I can do this or I'm going to do this. But then I think for many people, may have a great idea, and it stays as a great idea. How do you deal with others? Because I'm sure you had plenty of people in your life said, what? What are you doing that for? Why are you leaving your job? So there's an internal conversation, and then there's the external conversation. Maybe you could... Talk about how do you, you know, negotiate that in these kind of moments of truth. Right. So I, I would mention uh, a couple, three things. First of all, um, listening is really an important skill. And I know I talk a lot. I talk a lot at work. I, I like to describe my day as, you know, 45 minutes of writing and, you know, seven and a half hours. But um, I really do... 
think there is uh, something to be said for listening to the company. Hmm. Um, you really got to listen to what the company is telling you and really try and understand uh, in the space between the words uh, what hmm. people are saying, what the internal messages are. And I learned that from a very wise uh, venture capitalist who just said, hey, you know, the most important thing you can do as an entrepreneur is to just listen to the company. What is it telling you? Is there enough, you know, future revenue booked? Is the news team energized and going at their work? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are a lot of things you've got to juggle as an entrepreneur, and you've got to learn how to uh, juggle them all. Uh, another thing that I think is really important, too, is something very, very simple. Uh, an enterprise, in order to be successful, needs two things. It needs customers and it needs profits. And um, if you know where your customers, and in our case, it's an audience that's really engaged with our content, and then uh, where our profits come from, uh, you can't go too far wrong. So kind of with that, um, Henry, thanks for, for that. So I know you've, you've kind of gone through a lot of iterations and stuff at, at the Business Times, Kind of how does that decision-making process go? Um, is that something, you know, more for that you come up with it or you have to, you know, share with your team and bounce ideas off? How does that, how do you deal with that? You know, at the, in the early days, um, I think it's really important that you have, you know, what I would call strategic relationships mm. and, um so one thing that happened to me was, um, you know, I raised all the capital for the business times with uh, four cups of coffee and one lunch. And um, one of the things I learned that's, is everybody I went to for title, money gave me advice. <laughs> and everybody who, went, who I asked for advice uh, gave me money. And one of the people who uh, offered me some capital and some advice was a guy named John Huggins, who became vice chairman of our company. And I was leaving Denver, driving to California to start the enterprise, and he said, hey, if you see something that doesn't completely make sense, give me a call. So over 17 years, we probably had, you know, 5,000 phone calls and cups of coffee at Starbucks in Denver whenever I'm back in town and... um, you know, he's become kind of a sounding board, and to just have one yeah. person that you can relate to is really important. And then internally, uh, within the company, Linda LeBrock, our publisher, um, she and I probably talk, I don't know, seven or eight times a day. Um, really, most of the key decisions about the business of the company are made as a... We talk it through until we have a meeting of the minds, and then we move forward. And if we don't really have a meeting of the minds, we don't go forward. And with my news team, I have a wonderful uh, person. I used to be the really the Mr. Everything in news, except uh, the, the reporters reporting and writing. Now I have a terrific managing editor, somebody I can delegate the day-to-day operating responsibility to, uh, mm-hmm. Glenn Rabinowitz and... He and I also talk a lot during the day, but we tend to get to a meeting of the minds uh, a little bit faster. 
Well, we're going to take a quick break, Henry, so hold that thought. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We're having an engaging conversation with Henry Duboff. He is the founder of the Pacific Coast Business Times. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com, or for distinctive learning practical solutions and proven results for your business visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com that's h2cleadership.com tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events arts and entertainment leadership parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having an engaging conversation with media mogul Henry Dubroff, who's also the founder of the Pacific Coast Business Times. So, Henry, when we went to break, we were talking about, um, you know, what contributes to decision-making and what has been your experience with decision-making. Let's focus now on corporate culture. Tell us a little bit about how you created the culture that has been a winning formula for the Business Times and a little bit about how you've led that effort. Well, I think the... The big lesson of the business times has been that we really valued the news first uh, as a a kind of a a core value of the company. And then around that, we built um, 
you know, sort of the business enterprise, but really having the news be the, the driver, having a kind of an ethics policy that puts us beyond uh, vanity publishing that clearly differentiates the advertising messaging from the news messaging, something that's m- much more complex to do in digital uh, form, uh, really has allowed us to differentiate what we do from uh, the rest of the market. And then the second thing about our culture is we really focus on the business-to-business marketplace. It means saying no to a lot of story pitches. It means saying no to subject matter that is generic, that's covered very well elsewhere or even not so well elsewhere, but that we don't think really engages our audience and that's really, uh, really, really important to our culture. And then we just try to be as inclusive as we can be within what we do. Um, and I think that kind of gives everybody a sense of mission, a sense of purpose, a sense that we're all kind of headed together toward uh, one goal. And I think when you look at um, corporations, that are successful, you know, and we have several in our, in our region and uh, including some very large ones, you know, they stay focused. Uh, one of my favorite stories, uh, you know, highly successful company is the huge biopharma company Amgen. And we could talk about, you know, drug pricing and some of the political issues, but the fact of the matter is Amgen has built its culture around uh, developing products that treat grievous illnesses. Uh, They help people with uh, blood diseases. They have moved very quickly into cancer treatments. Um, And uh, by staying with what they do, they've built one of the largest companies in the world. And it happens to be based in Thousand Oaks, California, in Ventura County. They've had their struggles, but I don't think they've ever lost uh, their focus. And I know some of their executives fairly well and their ability to focus on research and identify promising treatments has been, you know, a huge benefit to everybody. So from from your point of view then, Henry, because you're like a keen observer, not only what's going on locally, but then nationally. From the leadership standpoint, it, it sounds like what you're saying with Amgen and then maybe comments about others. It's somehow having that uh, laser vision that allows people to kind of keep focus because it's, really it's really easy to kind of get caught in the crisis of the day. But are, are, are you seeing some of that in the leaders that you've profiled and that you've interviewed is kind of they, they kind of come back to that, that, that sense of true north, that, mag, that you know, magnet that keeps pointing in the same direction? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think you can see it. Um, you know, uh, another good example is Henry Yang, the chancellor of UC Santa Barbara. Um, uh, basically, you know, his true north is uh, world-class uh, education, but not getting into following sort of the Princeton model, not getting into the professional schools. There's no medical school. There's no law school. uh, There's no MBA at UC Santa Barbara, but they do the best at 
science and arts and sciences research right. and um, don't stray too far from that. Yeah. Um, you know, other companies that we've observed have kind of been a little more all over the map, but, you know, and in, we have a software company called Appfolio that does develop different product lines, but they're all in that kind of software as a services right. business, and, you know, they stick, to, stick with what they know. Yeah. So, Henry, I was um, curious uh, about how you decide what stories uh, that you're going to publish at Business Times. And, yeah, it says that that you specialize um, in events, as do most business journals, um, that that make, you know, great business sense. Um, Can you talk a little bit about how you do that and... You know, I guess Riley and I would, would say, how do you engage people in emotionally intelligent news? Right. So I think it's, um, it's kind of a two- or three-part answer. Um, the first part is that there's a lot of news that just kind of flows through the door on any given day. And, you know, a little bit of a mea culpa, I mean, we are – you know, the business journal of record, and so we do watch our public companies uh, when they report quarterly, and I know this is a big debate about whether, you know, there's too much focus on quarterly results, but, you know, one of the things, and we can come back to this a little bit, one of the things in our society is that, you know, unless you are literally Amgen or Disney or Procter & Gamble, um, the larger mainstream media are not going to cover you. Um, you know, so we get defaulted to companies with two or three billion dollars in market capitalization, thousands of employees, and no one is going to cover their quarterly results unless we cover it. And then hmm. if our brethren in the media see something interesting, they'll you know, pick up on what we've done and, and, and try and make sense of it uh, in, in a broader marketplace. So that's a, a challenge. Uh, on the, you know, events, what companies are we going to honor or award? Here we have a little more opportunity to kind of take a breath and look at somebody who's really achieved some excellence or has a unique corporate culture. I wouldn't say that emotional intelligence is uh, yet a core value for our events, but Certainly, we're looking for leadership that has a degree of emotional intelligence and the ability to, you know, uh, triumph over adversity, build a winning team, uh, and uh, have success in the marketplace. I so, think- and Henry, I know I've been to some of your events, and, and you guys do a great job of, you know, uh, events, and then really uh, coming up with, um, you know, a variety of. Uh, focus for the business journal, you know, whether it's real estate or, or lawyers or health professionals. And so, I mean, almost everybody in the Tri-County is going to get a, a nod or be under the spotlight at one point or another. So, uh, and I'm sure that that was kind of strategic. It's, you know, here's the folks who are, you like saying, business to business, and how do we spotlight them, you know, throughout the year, uh, which has been, seems to have been quite uh, helpful. So say a little bit about maybe how, you, how that's come about. I know it's evolved over the years. Well, I think it has to keep evolving. And we, you know, anytime you get really 
smug and satisfied, uh, you're going to risk uh, not capturing what the dynamics of the marketplace are because the marketplace is an extremely dynamic uh, place. But um, I I think we try and look for people whose stories are really of compelling interest uh, to a larger audience and try and Uh start sort of that ripple in the pond. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we're we're going to go to our uh, next break, um, but we maybe think about um, just one of the questions: How do you keep this cool head during you know if politically uh, turbulent times? You know, in you, maybe your own experience, or just for folks who are in the news, you know, who are sometimes holding the mantle of challenging you know some of the political leaders. How do you you know when you become a focal point for some of that? How do you keep a cool head in those situations? So. We'll come back to that, and you're listening to Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back. Markets up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free 866 472 5790. That's 866 472 5790. Voice America Business Network. Leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence? so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having an engaging conversation with our uh, guest today, Henry Dubroff, who uh, is the founder of Pacific Coast Business Times. Uh, Henry, when we went to a commercial, we were talking uh, a little bit about what makes a great story. I'm kind of curious, what's changed in the past uh, 17 years that that you've been focused on this business? Uh, Has the world changed more during the past 17 years, or is it just we think it has because we've watched it change? 
Oh, I mm-hmm. think it's been a time of tremendous change. Um, I don't have any doubt about that. I mean, our culture has changed, our economy has changed, uh, and, uh, you know, the, the media, digital landscape, the lives we live with smartphones and devices really changes some of our fundamental uh, outlook on, on business and life. Um, I don't know that I've changed all that much. Uh, I think uh, we've adapted a lot, uh, our company has, to the, uh, to the you know, revolution in, that's swept through the media but, um, you know, interestingly enough, I think um, the two industries that um, did the worst in digital disruption were, number one, the music industry, and number two, the general interest uh, daily regional newspaper. Uh, those organizations, uh, you know, especially newspapers, rushed into this world of free content and uh, the web and have gotten very little in return uh, except a steep plunge in revenue. And um, for those of us who've been more thoughtful about it, who've been kind of stuck to our uh, traditional values, even in our case stuck to print publishing, uh, we've done okay. Um, And we're really ready to embrace a different era uh, if we have to, but we sort of like where we are managing through the chaos of the of the of the turbulent uh, times, and I do think some of the old school news values still resonate uh, across the culture uh, in in many 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 ways. We could talk about that a little bit more. And so, kind of along that, Henry, I'm interested in the question we talked about before the break. Um, so how do you keep a cool head with all the chaos that you're talking about? And sometimes it may be, you know, you're kind of focused on, on telling the truth or as, as, as we see it, and you get pushback from folks. And I'm sure, you know, because it's so public, you know, not everybody's going to agree with everything that's, that's written. How do you, you know, for yourself, and then how do you maybe coach some of your other writers who don't have the experience? You know, how do you not take it personal and kind of keep, keep a cool head with all this? Well, I think the one thing you have to remember is that, you know, our our country's founders really believed in and wanted a a really robust, even ferocious, highly vocal debate in the public square. Um, They wanted civil discourse, but they wanted discourse. And I think when we... uh, we are very careful, I think, in what we write and what we say to make sure that we signal to folks that we welcome diversity of opinion. Um, and, uh, you know, we don't, the only rule that I have for our editorial pages, you can't take more than one personal shot at a reporter or a staff member at the Business Times uh, in the course of a dissenting view. Uh, I just don't think personal attacks are where where we want to live and breathe. Uh, but I do think the, a wide range of ideas, and I think our audience understands that, and um, you know, and respects our ability to uh, 
be a kind of a public square. Um, that's really, really, really important. And I, I do get worried that, you know, we are quick to shut off discussion from an opposing view on both sides. I think that's really unfortunate. Um, so that's kind of what you do. I think it's, you know, I, as a personal anecdote, it's a little bit harder uh, for us as business journalists, a little bit harder uh, to keep a cool head when the banking system is blowing up and the financial system is in decline and, and uh, on any given Friday, your biggest bank can close or get sold. Um, right. Those are what we see as uh, turbulent times. And I think part of the conundrum that we face as a society, and this is something for you all to dis- dissect, you know, maybe at another show is, you know, we don't have the kind of economic chaos we had in 2008. So there is this cognitive disconnect between what's going on in the economy, which is largely positive, and uh, uh, yes, it has its issues, but it's still largely positive, and the political turmoil, and then, you know, these terrible, you know, sort of... uh, tragedies, whether it's hurricanes or mass shootings or whatever it is that seem to be going on in, in the society. Um, you know, how do you square that circle? That's a real question for journalists. And, and you can't do it by blindly placing game or letting your emotions really carry you away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind well, of, I think- Henry, I think, you know, where Kathy and I are in organizations dealing with a lot of the uncertainty and sometimes the leaders, sometimes the employees, you know, and, and it's often kind of going back to what your own personal values are. The, we talk a lot about what can you control and what can't you control and, and really making kind of that distinction. And I think it's when it's the unpredictable, uncertain, you know, it, it, and we talk a lot about neuroscience, that that creates this cortisol and the fear. And so from a leadership standpoint, I imagine also, you know, in what you're doing with the, the uh, Business Times, how do we kind of give people something that, that they can at least uh, digest and within their circle of influence that maybe they can do something about, you know, that they can focus on? Um, you know, and so that's a lot of the chaos that we end up dealing with, you know, a lot of times within organizations. Well, and when you think about the chaos um, and, and the level-headedness that's required in today's business environment, um, and Henry, I'm sure you have these conversations all the time. How do you balance reporting on turbulence and on what we might call the, you know, the positive attributes of society so that you're not creating such a, um, a negative environment for people to be, um, if you will, engaged in while they're getting the news? You know, I mean, yeah. that, that in and of itself is a very delicate formula. Right. I think it is. I think the, you know, the, the mass media, if you will, you know, television, I mean, they're, you know, that's a real struggle when you're um, dealing with, you know, a, a tragedy that just breaks on in right. the news cycle and happens and, you know, you're kind of forced to dive in and cover it. Um, I think it's also true that uh, media happens in a highly competitive landscape, and there's a, a yin and yang to that. I mean, for my team at the Business Times, you know, we don't have the luxury to uh, obsess about 
you know, what's going on in national politics or, uh, you know, we have to make sense of what that means for our, for our audience and focus on what's going on within our tri-county yeah. economy. And some things have more impact than others. Uh, we have two large military installations and, uh, you know, so the Korea, North Korea situation probably bears a little bit more than some of the other uh, situations over which we can't control. On the other hand, we have our share of forest fires and earthquakes and crazy things, mudslides, and, uh, you know, you have to just have the courage to kind of dive in and see what's there. You know, Henry, the other thing I was thinking about with, with the turbulence, and, uh, you know, that I've seen in the, in the business times, you've really done an excellent job, you know, acknowledging people, acknowledging companies. So it, I think that uh, what we're talking about, that emotional intelligence, that balance, you know, there's always stories about successes. There's always stories about promotions. There's always stories about what's new in organizations. And so I think that that balance, you know, in organizations, we, we, we talk about, you know, trying to get a three-to-one positive to negative ratio. And I think you have, you've done a good job with that with the Business Times, you know, trying to get a lot of uh, acknowledgement in there to go along with all the chaos. Well, so, I think, um, you know, business, in our world, business is hard. I mean, it is hard to have a successful company. It's hard to energize teams. It's hard to, as in our case, engage audience or customers and I think when people are able to do that, um, they should be recognized. Yeah. So let me ask you, Henry, before we go to break, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, how would our audience find you? Oh, you can find me on email at hdubroff, D-U-B-R-O-F-F, at packbiztimes.com. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn, and I'm a pretty active person on both of those platforms, particularly as it regard, relates to my to my work, uh, there's a little more family stuff on uh, on Facebook. Right. Well, wow. Henry, we're delighted to have had you on the show today. Yeah. Thanks so much for taking the time, and I'm sure you know for our audience, this has been uh, some good information and insightful. So you've been listening to leadership uh, development news. Make sure you you continue to tune in to tune up your performance. Thank you, folks. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.